Welcome to Silent Symptoms, a Black mental health podcast. I am your host, Kataso Fridge, a Florida-based therapist. This podcast focuses on mental health, stigmas, and social injustices that affect the Black community. This podcast was created to bring awareness about mental health and can be used as an educational guide, but this is not to be used as a replacement for seeking help from a therapist. I hope you enjoy the podcast. Hi, welcome to Silent Symptoms, a Black mental health podcast. Today on the pod, we're going to be talking about Mother's Day and the adverse and negative effects it has on other people for various reasons. And Mother's Day is widely celebrated, you know, for the most part, it's on the same specific day worldwide. So a lot of people, you know, have dedication posts for their mothers. They buy flowers and, you know, this specific holiday, actually, a lot of individuals make a lot of money on selling gifts and, you know, flower companies actually blow up. They get the most money during this specific holiday. So I wanted to talk about reasons why Mother's Day can be difficult for other people because most of us don't even think about how it affects others we're always thinking about you know the positive in mother's day and i absolutely love mother's day but it is kind of difficult for me because i look at it from a therapeutic standpoint because i have my own mother who's still alive and well and we have a great relationship however i look at it as kind of from a different lens because i'm a therapist so I know that you know Mother's Day is not always perfect for other people Mother's Day is not the best day for most people it can be one of the most difficult days of the year you know as as triggering as some holidays are Mother's Day is very triggering for individuals so other people who may not celebrate Mother's Day or have a difficult time on Mother's Day number one like some parents you know, don't allow their kids to celebrate it for various reasons. I would say that, you know, a reason somebody wouldn't celebrate Mother's Day is because their mother is deceased. So when this holiday comes around, this is not a good day. Most people don't celebrate this day. It's just another reminder that their parent is not around and their parent is deceased. Another will be for parents who have experienced infant loss or a death of a child or parents who are having difficulty conceiving this is very triggering for them you know especially if we're posting on social media this is a yet another Im- reminder and for children who have mothers they've never met mothers that weren't around, or mothers who were abusive to them emotionally, physically, or neglected them, or their mother traumatized them in some form. These are the things that really on Mother's Day that we forget, that there are individuals out there who didn't have the perfect parent or who weren't mothered properly. So I'm not saying people shouldn't post their parents or shouldn't talk about their parents, but we also have to consider that not everybody's going to be happy on this day. This day is a day where somebody is completely hurt, completely shattered. And I say that we need to check on our friends who have lost their parents or 
can conceive or have lost a child in the process, all the things that I mentioned before, this is actually a time for us to actually rally around our friends and families, hug them, love them, kiss on them, and, you know, show them that we still love them even on this difficult day. You know, there are parents out there who aren't the best parents around. And in this specific one, I'm talking about mothers. Some mothers are toxic and they reject affection from their children. You know, they ask their children to call them by their first name. So they don't want to be called mom because that comes with a responsibility. They demean their children and abuse them in some capacity. So yet another holiday to remind them of the things that they've gone through and how can a person say that they're abused and what is the criteria in some form of how a mother can abuse a child. So some examples of abuse would be like a mother withholding affection from their child or child tries to sit on their lap. They tell them, no, don't do that. You need to sit down. Um, they tried to go in for a hug. You know, I don't do hugs, so don't try to hug me. Um neglecting them from their basic needs food housing and clothing and it doesn't mean that the parent doesn't love them but they can't provide for their basic needs so that is a form of neglect um they criticize their children they have abused their children by physically punishing them so basically just hitting their children whatever they think that is okay for them to hit them and i'm not talking about spanking i'm talking about abusing hitting kids with a switch um, punishing them, you know, to the point where they can't sit down or they can't lift up their arms or things like that. That's a form of abuse. So even though some, some people have been raised that way and they feel like they've turned out okay, well, here am I to tell you that you have been abused. So we like to paint this pretty picture on corporal punishment when in fact some of us were probably abused. We have to look into that. And some of the people who have abused us are our mothers. So we have to consider what we've gone through and see if we've had a toxic mother in some capacity. We live in a society where we've allowed corporal punishment to go too far and we use it as a form of love. But guess what? That only creates a child that is emotionally unstable. And some children, you know, who grow up with parents that have been abusive and a mother that wasn't available to them, they become um, academically diminished so they can't do their work. They are emotionally unstable and they have no self-concept. Like they are very ashamed of themselves or ashamed of who their mother is or their family. So that's a very difficult things thing for a child to go through. And, you know, when children have been reared properly or they've gotten that motherly love, they've been able to have a healthy development. They're able to uh, engage in healthy relationships with people around them and not just like, a, you know, a romantic relationship, but with family, friends. They're able to have really good boundaries about things that they allow into their life because their mother has taught them those things. And I'm not going to mention the fathers because obviously this is not for them. But, you know, when you had that love of a mother, it's a different type of love, you know, that acceptance from a mother, that love. And that's something that people carry down the line, 10 years down the line, they think about all the wonderful things that their mother has, has done for them. You know, there are times when we like, dang, my mom is getting on my nerves. But at the end of the day, when we looked at the good, we always want to look at the good outweighing the bad, especially 
because children and you know adults remember how they were treated by their mother. Most people end up in single family homes, and most of the time it's a mother. So their memory of their mother is the most important thing for them. So my thing is, there are a lot of things that you know Mother's Day can trigger, and one way we need to think about this specific day is not just like all the happy go lucky. It's a time for us to come together and rally around those that we love. Like I said before, because this is a very triggering thing, and you know, not having that love of a mother or having that healthy relationship is really damaging for most people. And if we get around our friends who have lost their parents or cannot conceive or have lost a child in the process, we shouldn't even say that we understand, but we should show them love and care and check on them. Something as simple as, hey, I know today's Mother's Day. How are you doing today? Hi, do you want to come hang out with us today on Mother's Day? What are you doing? How are you feeling Can I hug you? Can I send you some flowers? Anything that can extend the olive branch on this day for a lot of people. And ways for people to heal from this feeling of loneliness or sadness for this specific day. Number one, a person just needs to consult with a licensed therapist because this issue would need to be addressed. And sometimes if we're at the point where we haven't had our first Mother's Day without our mom or we've had years and years of this Mother's Day bothering us, triggering us. We need to address this in therapy because we will learn appropriate coping skills that worth work specifically for us and our needs because not everything is cookie cutter for every individual going through something. Um, if you have a toxic parent Setting appropriate boundaries with that parent would be great for this specific day. Letting your parent know that maybe it's not good for me to tell you Happy Mother's Day today because I am not okay. There's nothing wrong with doing that. That doesn't mean that you have to be rude, nasty, or not nice to your mother on that day, but setting appropriate boundaries. So if you make the choice to say Happy Mother's Day and it ends there, that's okay. If you feel like you had a toxic relationship with your mother, you don't have to give her a gift. And that's boundaries that you have to create within yourselves. And self-care, you know, this specific day can bring up things that make us extremely upset. We could lose sleep. We won't eat. And I think that being aware of this trigger is creating some type of self-care because we know that Mother's Day is coming up. So we have to be able to, you know, okay, last year I didn't eat, I didn't sleep that specific day. So what can I do differently this year? Getting out the bed is a form of self-care when it's difficult. Eating a meal that specific day is self-care. Showering on a very depressive day because of the Mother's Day, that self-care, treating yourself to something nice. Maybe you're a mother and you celebrate your own self. And another thing that we forget, this is a man-made, man-created holiday, so we don't have to celebrate it. So if you have a parent that you don't have a relationship with or they're not there or they're deceased or you've lost a child. You don't have to celebrate Mother's Day. 
This could be a holiday that is completely ignored, even though it's shoved down our faces. But this is a day that could be completely ignored. A tradition other than Mother's Day can be created for those people who are going through something related to Mother's Day. And if you do have feelings in relation to Mother's Day, allow yourself to feel those feelings sit in them. And when I say sit in them, I mean validate those feelings. It's okay to cry on that day. It's okay to feel sad on that day. And just loving yourself on this day because this day can be really difficult. And being around other people that love us can make all the difference in the world. So for all the children and mothers that are having a difficult time or had a difficult time during Mother's Day, you know, we love you. We applaud you. We applaud your strengths. This is so hard. In fact, um, this is actually the first time I'm actually sharing this, but, you know, for many, many years, there's always been pressure to make Mother's Day posts, um, to put it on social media and so people can see who your mother is and how awesome and wonderful your mother is, right? I'll say I have an awesome and wonderful mother. But as a clinician, it's been really hard for me to celebrate uh, Mother's Day on social media. I actually, for this year, I actually did a Mother's Day post to my mother but the last few years, I've been skipping around every now and again because my empathy always sets in because I can tell my mom happy Mother's Day individually. That doesn't make me any less of a daughter and doesn't make her any less of a mother. And simply because I empathize with those people who don't have their mother around. I don't want to throw it in somebody's face. That, you know, today is a day for me to celebrate my mother. And there's nothing wrong with other people doing that. But my preference was to not always post it on social media because I would tell my mother directly. That's another consideration. If a lot of our families and friends don't have, you know, mother figures or mothers around and we put a post up, that post could be a trigger. And this is not saying that everybody needs to change their life because of, you know, one circumstance or one person, but it could be a personal preference. I prefer not to do it every year. And, you know, I tell my mom this and I tell her directly. I call her. I text her. I make sure to tell her how much I love her and appreciate her. But social media doesn't validate anything as a mother. And we also need to remember that if we feel the pressure of someone telling us to post them on social media for Mother's Day or whatever it is, because at the end of the day, this day is about the relationship that somebody has with their mother it has nothing to do with the world knowing how great of a mother they are. Right. Because at the end of the day, if we know how great our mother is, we don't even have to say it because we already feel it within ourselves. We already feel protected. We already feel loved. And. For the other people on the opposite end, it may be the complete opposite. And for those ones who've lost their children, have lost their mothers, you know, this is a day that you could still celebrate because it doesn't mean that because your mom is not here, you don't get to celebrate. We have to celebrate the mother's legacy, celebrate how amazing we they are, how amazing of a legacy they left behind. And, you know, talking about all the great times that 
you know, you had with your mother, as difficult as it may be. And this is not saying that they have to do this, but that could be another way to put a spin on such a day for individuals and those who have lost their children. Celebrate because you are a mother still. Enjoy this day to the best of your ability, even through the bouts of depression. Always, always feel validated as a mother. And I so, so, so love every single mother, every single daughter, every single son that is having a difficult time or had a difficult time because they don't have their mother around. It just sucks that they yet there's another reminder another day. I think that with a lot of things, there's always a double-edged sword of what is happening in our lives and how we treat certain holidays. And this is why it's also important that we don't always follow society's standards. We create our own wave. And Mother's Day may be terrible this year, but it may be better next year. You may be a mother next year. Um, You may learn how to cope uh, with not having your mother around next year. So this is why I create this podcast so we could just have free thinking and, you know, conversation about what matters to us. And what matters to us is our mothers and the people we love. But at the end of the day, we have to look at other people on the other spectrum of things. So as much as we love to celebrate, we also have to empathize with people who can't celebrate as hard as we do. So I thank you guys so much for listening. So be sure to like, share, and subscribe. And I really appreciate you guys so much. You guys give me keep me going. And thank you so much for all the messages messages, all the love that I receive from this podcast and all your love and support is unmatched on a small scale, on a greater scale. So you guys are appreciated and I hope you enjoy the podcast. Thank you for tuning in. Please be sure to like, share, and subscribe to our podcast. You can catch us on Anchor and all your favorite media streams. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube at Silent Symptoms Podcast. Let us know if you have any feedback or topics that you would like to hear.